All right. We've got folks calling in from all over. Welcome, welcome. We've got Marty from Arizona using adaptive. Uh, Julie, happy hump day, she says. Is that still a thing? Um, Andrea from New Mexico. Rose and Blue Lotus kind of day. I like it. <clears throat> Wanda from Alabama. Lemon and water, diffusing breathe. On guard and Melissa. Already had LLV, terrazyme, turmeric, and copaiba. Dang. All right, you get the prize for most oils used today so far. Shelly from Nevada, welcome. Karen from Aurora and Benjamin from Salt Lake City using the Lifelong Vitality. <clears throat> I like it. Well, I thought I saw Tiffany flash across the screen there. Hi, friend. How are you today? Good morning. Apparently, I don't have video just yet, so give me one minute. <laughs> You're good. I'm going to roll a quick uh, video while you're coming back on, okay? Go for it. Love it. Okay, this is um, from the Annals of History. This is, there's an oil for that. Get your POF for free. Show respect for that doubt. 
from your eye. You just grab that melaleuca for infections and for size. Please don't forget your PB or your Dizidia Prime. Make sure you are consistent, three to four of Terrazine. Come with me, ladies, grab your borders and all your supplies. Peppermint Brown is getting down with naked DIYs. You getting frustrated, your health has gone out of control. Relax, you got your got these two things here on Natural Sit back and think a minute what you think your health is worth. We got no side effects because our gifts are from the earth. You want an oil that will help you potty train your job of hat? Wait, I don't know if there's enough for that. I think there is. I don't think so. Like, we're good. <laughs> I don't I don't know if we're like that good. You know? Yeah. How about bedwetting? Good. That looks okay. good, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. let's do that. Work. There's an oil for that. Well, there you have it. <laughs> wow. I mean, there you go. Dr. Hill even, you know, throwing some yeah. beats. Couple of star performances there. It's uh Who knew there was so much talent floating around? I just think, you know, anytime us white people try to be cool and rap, it's just, you know, it's 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 good times. Some good entertainment value there. Yeah, that's one way to say it for sure. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. <laughs> and welcome to uh, Andy's show. We're so grateful you're here. Hey, just trying to keep it light. We love it. We can use more humor in the world, can we? More humor and joy, that's for sure. Especially when like every day for the last six months has been Groundhog Day. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Groundhog Day. It's felt like that in some ways for sure. So how are you doing, Hi, friend? Everyone. I'm doing so good. Happy Wednesday to you. It's so fun to be back with you. I know. It's a beautiful overcast day here. And uh, man, it's just good to, to gather. I hope everybody is loving them. Some BOGOs. Um, best deals ever. So don't miss out on those. Seriously epic. BOGO, for sure. How many of you are participating in that or have already bought them? I'm curious, like I'd love to hear that. If you wanna put that in the chat box or the comments on Facebook. And what oil are you the most excited about so far? You know, thinking about that. So yeah, lots of you are saying, yep, you've got your box, absolutely. The Melissa oil, okay. I would love to hear everyone's prediction on what the BOGO is gonna be with Melissa. Cause like, that's got to be some goodness right there. Yeah. Melissa is such a gem, the oil of light, right? Is that totally. what we call that? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. So how's everyone doing this morning? Tell me something new and good in the chat box. What's new and good? Whenever I lead a coaching group or my mastermind, we lead out with what's new and good, right? And just sharing, like, share me some good news. What's one... And that might be something you're grateful for, but what's new and good in your lives, right? I think it's so and so, so, so important that we also are focusing on that. I 
I've been thinking a lot lately in the last few days, Andy, about vision. And not that that's a new topic, but it will recirculate because I truly will sometimes forget about its potency, right? And come back to it. And there's this quote, we were talking about this. There's a mastermind I'm, I'm leading this summer with some great women. And we were talking about this yesterday is there's this quote that says, without vision, man or woman simply repeats the past. And I think there's a lot of power in that is as humans, naturally, myself included, we all just, we repeat what's familiar, right? Have you thought about that? And so it's choosing of what are we seeing right now? What are we focusing on? And I don't know if the rest of you can relate to this. I'm pretty sure you can, but this has been a year, no matter what boat you're in, because we're all in the same storm of this incredible year but we're all in different boats with what we're experiencing, feeling, navigating it, what we've you know, been through or going through. Um, but here's the thing, it's like 2020 is a year of practicing focus, right? Versus being so consumed by distraction. And so, and the world is always gonna distract you, right? Like vision and focus will always be part of what you're working on to create what it is that you need and want or what you're wanting to experience in your life. But the reality is, is that we're in a year right now where it's highly emotionalized distractions and the world as a global stage has been talking about and looking at some different things or experiencing things. So I'm just inviting you to think about, has it been a minute since you visited your vision is the way I like to say it. You've got to visit your vision. Right now, Andy and Natalie, they are building a beautiful home. And I've been with them a handful of times that's just me a few times through the process of watching it come, come up. Right. And imagine if you're building your dream home or built, you know, like how often do you think you're going to visit that space, that zip code a lot, right? Cause it's part of the process. You're going to see it now. I I'm personally invested in going and seeing the Goddard's new property. Cause there's a, a, a section of that home that we're claiming as my wing, right? Like I have a great little apartment there. Um, I think it's the wise choice, you know, kind of thing is to be there on site. And I love the Goddard so much and all their freaking cute kids. Plus like you, yeah, it's just this beautiful experience they're creating. Um, but the reality is like, you're there, you watch the process. You got to visit the zip code of your dreams. Now, some of you, like you can see behind me here in my home office, this is my large vision board. I use a huge magnet board uh, for my vision. And I have a smaller one up in my bedroom. But whether it's a vision board, you're writing it, you're taking time mentally, like has it been a hot minute since you visited your vision? Have you seen yourself healthy, happy? Have you seen yourself with how you want things to be progressing with your spouse or attracting a great love into your life? Or are you focusing as well on your health habits or seeing yourself connecting and enrolling and seeing yourself you know, progressing and growing with doTERRA? is the power of the mind. There's this principle that I'm so grateful and I felt so favored in my early career years to work for Franklin Covey. And Franklin Covey is, I know not all of you will know that. If you're here in Utah, you at least likely know the name. But Stephen Covey is the author of a potent book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Massive influence in the personal growth space on the New York Times bestsellers list for years and years and years. And I just, I love being taught by those principles that he teaches or points out that all things are created twice, first spiritually and mentally, and then second physically. There's always two creations. 
And so I'm asking you in your mind and I'm asking you in your spirit, like take a deep breath with me. Oh, that's right. And then come back to like, what do I, how do I want to show up? What do I want to feel? What do I want to manifest and focus on and create in my home, in my habits, in my business? Is too often when we're distracted, we just focus on the brightest, shiniest object in front of us, right? The loudest noise, the shiniest thing, the thing with the most emotion, right? And we are emotional creatures as humans, which in part is what makes being human amazing. But one of the most powerful human emotions is fear. And we've seen fear run amok this year. And there's no wrong and judgment on it. It's just but grounding yourself. You're your own. You're the boss of you, Inc., right? You're the CEO of you. It's just choosing to come back to, again, your vision. What are you creating? What are you learning? What are your habits, your home, your relationships, you know, your business? I just love that's when I think about, you know, what's up for me and on my mind. For myself, I was reminded of this last night. I had a, a handful, small, intimate gathering here at my home for a friend who's getting married. And I just love to host you guys. I love hosting and, you know, it's putting together a beautiful charcuterie board and great food. And summer is such a great time to host because there's so much vibrant fruit and veggies and all that. So the point is we're in this home, my home, and I live in a home I just love here in what's called Sugar House, Utah. And this home, when I walked through this home, the first time I like fell in love, like an instant connection. And this home is on the historic register built in 1928. It's an old Cape Cod that's so charming and cute and then totally renovated inside. And this has so much personality. I love this home. This home loves me. We just have this fun connection, right? Well, when I walked through this home and then saw it like within a few days, a couple of days later, I remember I went home and I wrote in my planning journal, in my you know notebook, I went home and I wrote, I am loving living I am loving living at my new home at this address by August 1st, 2009 or something better. And I'm thrilled with the negotiated sales price. Well, I wrote that in May and then we made an offer and they countered back and forth and, and then dropped the offer, waited it out. I was like so convinced because when I'd seen this home, it was like, and been through this home, I could see Saturday morning breakfast. I could see pumpkins on the porch recent the windows you see what I'm saying like I had the whole vision come and then I was really attached like oh this vision but it took a while it took about a month before we went under contract and I had to wait it out in those weeks where I was like this might not happen well guess what night was the first night I stayed here August 1st 2009 wow isn't that so cool and I had forgotten about this story and the power of vision and the power of that kind of desire and the reality and, and, the, and the truth of the matter is that everything I've ever put on my vision board or everything I've ever visualized, not all of it's happened or happened in the time frame, or it's turned out different. But I will tell you that you're all a powerful, powerful creator. I believe each of you are created in the image of God or you're a piece of sometimes the divine spark, right? That you are this energy, whether you say God or source or universe, you have creative powers. And using your mind, because the mind is like a garden. And are we planting the, the beauty we want? Or are we letting the weeds just run the show? All the nerves, all the fear, all the blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, are we tuning into and utilizing through visualization, through vision boarding, 
through writing, through thinking about, through pondering and marinating, are you visiting your vision? Or are you just living more so reactively to the strongest emotional moments, feelings, thoughts, noise, news, like whatever that might look like for us is just tuning into back to come home. Remind yourself, that's right. All things are created twice. Have I, and I'm going to visit my vision. What is my vision? What do I want to feel more of? What am I creating in my home, in my habits, in my business? What do I want to, what's my legacy? What's the impact? What's the, the, from the small and simple things to the bigger things, but that principle works so potent, so, so powerful. So I'm just loving being reminded of that because especially this year, I've spent a lot of time being distracted and it's not to say like, yes, be aware of what's happening in the world, but don't live there. Live in the, the space of your dreams, live in the space of possibility in the hope, live in the space of what can I control or what he might call your circle of influence versus circle of concern and that you expand your circle of influence and your circle of influence includes your self-care, service, kindness, organizing your space, decluttering, letting go of the old, right? Cultivating the new, getting your body moving regularly, taking your MLB, using your, diffusing your oils, right? Um, you know, contacting, connecting with people, nourishing your teams. There's all kinds of things. There's so many things we absolutely, while yes, there are things we can't control, we can definitely control how we show up our mindset and some of the habits that we're nourishing. So anyway, I know that's a little bit more than just a hello check-in, but I just feel so passionate about bringing us home to these potent, powerful creator type principles, because I think that's what our father and mother, our divine family would love for us to be reminded of is that, oh, that's right. Even in the midst of all the storm, that's right. Come back home to true principles. So Andy, anything you want to add to that? <laughs> no, I just love that, man. I could listen to that all day long. It's such a good reminder. And I, <clears throat> I have to admit that like it's a consistent and daily regular choice to retune your your um your radio right your your dial because it's just i don't know ever since 9 11 i feel like there's this weird reprogramming that's like i've, I've got to keep checking the news i've got to keep seeing what's you know what's new what's happening and it's, it's really, um, it's just pervasive. Like, like you were saying, like this, it's um, 2020 more than ever is the year to test our ability to focus. I just, I love that so much. So good. So, so good. And I'm loving reading in the comments what people are sharing what's new and good for them. And what oils are the most excited about and seeing some great gems. I love this share also Camille put to, um, she sent it to the panelists. If, again, if you're sharing a comment in the chat box, just make sure it sends to everyone. But I love your comment, Camille. She says, we live in a home that my husband happened to find on Google Earth one day and thought that would be an awesome place to live. He forgot about it until we moved in. I had manifested a place just like this all my life too. We've seen the power of vision in our life and we're still working on more dreams, which I love that. And I also love this comment in here too. Um, let's see, where is it? Stop just a little bit. 
We got a shout out for the Franklin Covey planners. <laughs> yeah, love, love those. You guys, I was, a, it took me forever to give that up. Like I was still using mm -hmm. planners forever. I still use now a passion planner or the Lavender system too. I love that you guys introduced me. So to good. That. Well, I can't find it in the moment, but there was someone's comment in, oh. oh, there it is. Shelly that says, I love Shelly's comment. She says, I'm just gardening, 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 business and personal. I love it. Keep gardening. Right? So good. Shelly's other comment that she bought her boyfriend an ice cream machine. What? <laughs> yeah. Go back to Shelly's comment. Today is her, her best friend's 49th birthday. So she bought him an ice cream machine. <laughs> Shelly, you're the coolest. Can we be besties? I would love to own my own ice cream machine because there are ice cream machines I've visited a lot and that I really appreciate. But sometimes people are limited on like how many ice cream cones they'll give you. You know, like there's limits to those things. And I don't really want to be limited when you're talking about sweet joy, you know? <laughs> Some things should just always be on tap, right? I mean, like, you know, it's kind of like I always need frankincense on, in the house, frankincense and rose on the, on, on tap, you know, maybe we could get that same thing with a little ice cream. So yeah. You, how cool are you? You bought your bestie at, or your bestie or boyfriend. BF could be either boyfriend yeah, or bestie. Either. I'm not sure. Maybe one in the same. Oh, boyfriend. Okay. And hopefully is one of your best friends too, right? She's buying him an ice cream machine. Like how cool of a gift is that? That's, That's commitment amazing. right there. That like sounds like commitment. That's taking things to the next level. Yeah. I will tell you though, when if I'm ever going to get committed again into a personal relationship, which um, that would take a hot minute, but because I have some things with that, but uh, <laughs> I'm just being playful. But I was with a, a bunch of my friends over the weekend up in Bear Lake and um, my cute married friends, we all met as couples and then I got unmarried and um, also called a divorce but unmarried, you know, and uh, it's me. I'm still great friends with these couples and all their cute kiddos. Oh my gosh, we had the best time. But we were, we'd gone to get shakes late at night as you do in Bear Lake. If you ever go to Bear Lake, they're known for their raspberry shakes. Like it's just, and they're epic. And so there was this guy who was there, it's his cute family, but he had this gorgeous ski boat. I mean, we're just talking and I don't know, anyone else on here love to be on a boat? Like I love boating so much. So fun. Andy, I think that's what we invest in next. Okay. Is boat. It's and boat time. Yeah. But I love to be on the boat, wakeboard, wake surf. It's so much fun. And it's just, even if you just love to tool around or you want to get tossed off a tube, I don't recommend doing that very often because it usually is a collarbone involved. But the point <laughs> being is we saw this great, gorgeous boat. And one of my girlfriends um, brought up because there's, I've been dating someone a little bit and I don't really want to talk about it here on camera but um to be clear everyone you know but that's it's why not, you brought it up well I mean I'm just saying because this is the context of the conversation <laughs> but it's not that serious yet and um just because I'm a slow mover in that way but the point being is that when we see this cute boat and they were like oh my gosh that boat is gorgeous and I was like yeah I don't ever need an engagement ring again I just just buy me a boat right like ice cream machine a boat you know, hey, she's a simple girl, simple things, simple friends, girl. just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, just fun, uh, and I love Shelly is up leveling all of our game, like some of us think about, oh, I guess I'll get someone like a shirt, you know, or yeah. a nice new plant, you know, because I love plants there. too, she's Holding like going for the ice cream machine, <laughs> 
I love it. Okay. So good. Yes. And Shelly's right, thinking the right thought. We need a doTERRA houseboat. Amen to that. I can give a witness. For real. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's all pitch in. Okay, lovey. So let's do some actual coaching today. How about it? Because let's we've missed you. Let's coach. Let's get some questions happening. If you want to so share raise, in the chat box or join us live or Facebook live or Andy. Yeah, raise your hand if you're on Zoom. We'd love to bring you on live. Um, we can always do it with or without video. Um, <clears throat> or you can just post your comment in the, the chat on Zoom or the comments in Facebook. So Katie says, I am struggling with the future and still having vision and dreams. What would you say for that? Yeah, and I hear you. And do you want to talk, Katie, do you want to join us and chat through that? If Is it about um, fear or is it about like, you know, is it meaning, I mean, there's a lot that's up. I get that. I get it for how it presences to me, but I'm curious how it might presence to you. Yeah, she's going to join us live. Let's bring her on live and let's share. Because I think there's others. That's why I felt prompted that we needed to share about it because I feel like we were in, in some ways so much doom and gloom that then we've, we've totally neglected our vision because we're understandably so really hijacked into that. Hi, beauty. Good morning. Good morning. So I don't have fear, uncertainty, and I guess for me, when I look to the future, I don't see what I used to see. Does that make sense? Um, is that clear? Yeah. So what do you feel like has shifted that? Is it belief? Is it? An oh, experience? good. Great. Well, no, just the way the world is. It's like, are we going to get to do the things that we dreamt about? Mm. It's heavy. And I know I need to turn the news off. Actually, I don't even watch the news. I just read things on yeah. the internet. So. so it's a viable question. You know, it's like my closet that has dress clothes and stilettos in it is like the most organized space in my whole house, you know, because it's like I haven't, um, you know, it's been a hot minute since like I've needed to wear them or been on a stage or been in an event. Um, so I hear you. I mean, there are things like that for sure. Um, and I, I can't give you, a, I don't know what the world's going to do. Right, right. Right. But what I do know is the human spirit is, is perseveres and desire and hearts and finding your people, right. And your tribe. I do think it's wise. One of the things my coaching clients are committed to right now and have been the last few months is they must have a morning and evening ritual. They cannot begin or end their day with their social media feeds, with reading anything or watching any kind of news. So they're curating intentionally that more of their day of what starts my day and ends my day. Cause the way you wake your brain up and the way you put your brain to bed has a massive influence to then what you're feeling, right? And that's really the intention is because we can read something and it just depends what it is. But if you're reading really emotionalized things it's like be aware of that in, your, in yourself is like what you're reading. 
right? And what you're watching when you wake up and when you go to sleep. So I would have that self, I would make that decision to say, we're not starting or ending our day with the world. I start or end my day with spirit, with heart, mm-hmm. with peace. And that like, and for me personally, I'm a, I, faith is a really big part of my life. Huge. And God has us. God has me. God has you. Right. Which is why I don't fear. Yeah. I just like, I'm a, I'm a six on the Enneagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't help me. Um, <laughs> with the whole like safety thing, but, um, yeah. And I know, and I, and I know that I'm not supposed to do the phone thing. I don't know why I struggle with that so much. Yeah. Well, you just haven't made a decision. Right. Right. So if in this moment when you're like, no, I really, it's like, I'm choosing to say like, you don't have to remake this decision another day in your life. If in this moment you truly just say, this is how I start my day. Right. I don't have to like, cause sometimes what happens in the morning is we're like, oh, let me just check this real quick. Mm-hmm. Let me, oh, this is on my phone or this is in my news or this is in my email or let me just scroll Instagram real quick. Then I'll go mm-hmm. and do my morning ritual. Then I'll go pray, read, meditate, go for a run or yoga or whatever the things you might do to help nourish. I just invite us to ask the word nourish is really so palpable for me. It's like, is this nourishing? Because we mm. can be, we can be fed but are we nourished? Can I read you guys something around that line that I shared with a church group on Sunday? And it's not a churchy message, but it's an awesome principle. So give me two seconds to just pull it up. There we go. And in this particular address or this particular sermon, this talk, what's being shared is this gentleman is saying that he said, not long ago, I woke up and prepared to study the scriptures. I picked up my smartphone and sat in a chair next to my bed with the intention of opening the gospel library app. I unlocked my phone and was just about to begin studying when I saw half a dozen notifications for text messages and emails that come during the night. I thought I'll quickly check those messages and then I'll get right to the scriptures. And even if scripture is not your thing, but reading prayer, meditation, Well, two hours later, I was still reading text messages, emails, news briefs, and social media posts. When I realized what time it was, I frantically rushed to get ready for the day. And that morning, I missed that time. And consequently, I didn't get the spiritual nourishment I was hoping for. And then this is the story I wanted to read to you. It says this, years ago, I was told of a story of a herd of deer that because of heavy snowfall was trapped outside its natural habitat and faced possible starvation. Some well-meaning people in an effort to save the deer dumped truckloads of hay around the area. It wasn't what deer normally would eat, but they hoped it would at least get the deer through the winter. Sadly, most of the deer were later found dead. They had eaten the hay, but it did not nourish them, and they starved to death with their stomachs full. Many of the messages that bombard us in the information age are the spiritual equivalent of feeding hay to deer. We can eat it all day long, but it will not nourish us. So I just invite us to be saying, right, is we're fed all day long in this world. And with your smartphone that we all have, right, and this is a great tool of connection, but this can also starve you to death if you're not clear. And it can also disrupt your peace and your joy. And so it's asking yourself, is this nourishing for me? And for some of you, you really want to stay on top of all the things that are happening. Great. Decide when is that, but do it once in a day and then be done. Don't live in that zip code 
of constant of being constantly fed, you know, the news of the world and the this and the that, because the way the news survives is to be sensationalized. I don't know about you, and I'm not asking this to be a stinker, but I am curious how many of you are confident in the way that cases are being counted and reported? Anyone? Anyone I can't go there. <laughs> I can't go there. Hey, well, I'm just asking it from the perspective because I'm. You're right. It's not something, but the reality is like, um, it doesn't sell. Right. Right. So we're thinking about, and that's true. No matter how you feel about all the things happening in the world, because I don't believe in shame, and that's one of the things that I've been right. like, wow, that's really living on the internet right now. Is a lot of shame. Mm -hmm. It's okay to have different feelings, but the reality is, is that we know that what a lot of the things we've been shared, we know, we're not sure about like what's even real in terms. We know there's a virus, but how much and how it's been counted and then, oops, wait, we have all these false positives. Oh, wait, this and that. And, and what are actually the death rate because someone dies of a heart attack, but they're still counted as this kind of a death. Like we just have to be aware that the news lives off of fear. It keeps us trapped there. And that's, again, the, the point is that would be the case all year round, no matter what's happening. But I'm asking you guys to be conscious creators. I mean, that's what we're talking about with vision. And so, yes, but I get like, I'm also not saying put your head in the sand Just you know, take the time to read the news, to catch up, to check the things that matter to you, but live there. Oh no. Live there. Is that what, I mean, no, 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 no. You live where your faith lives. You live where dreams and hope and possibility but you're going to need to pull some habits back into your life, honey, as have I have needed to, right? We can all, we all got distracted a lot. I did at least a lot this spring, March and April, but now it's like, oh, my treasure isn't there. Yeah. Amen. I got to be really aware of that. So the things of uh, the consciousness of this and just the awareness, and again, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, but at least minimally start and end your day with nourishment. Don't just get fed on garbage all day long, right? And I'm not saying that all, I don't believe yeah. all garbage, but the reality is, yeah. is that if what you're consuming over and over again, is like, oh, you can tell how it makes you feel. And it just like sucks the dream. It just sucks the life out of the dreams that we have. It's like, oh, well, gosh, because the way the world's being painted is so much doom and gloom. And there's stuff that's up for sure. And there's also a lot of light and breakthrough and awakening happening also. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to eat Doritos all day, I'm not going to feel good. So nope. you can eat a little Doritos and a little <laughs> ice cream all day. No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's just yeah. bringing back, but I appreciate you saying that is because I mean, there are moments too, where I've, I've felt those feelings and I felt the like, it's, what's, what's going on? And is this going to, what's going to happen? And, and when and how, and like, what are some of the things? And, and I've felt those feelings. So I, I feel you. So thank you for just, cause I love real talk. It's like, yeah, I've been there too. And sometimes I'm like, oh, that I'm not feeling, I'm feeling discouraged today. And then asking yourself, some of you've heard, there's a, a podcast show I did on this question called, what do you need, sweetheart? And that, that's one of the most centering questions is just asking yourself, what do I need? And that would help me nourish myself. I mean, you're all getting to practice a lot of self uh, self-soothing techniques this year. What would be a good oil, Andy? Oh boy. Um, 
uh, Bergamo, I think is a really great one just for that self, um, self-love, self-worth. Um, I think Wild Orange is another great one, um, you know, just to bring back, um, I mean, hope oil. I can't think of a better. Oh yeah, there you go. I forget about that one. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, um, I kind of want to flash back to um, 9-11. And um, I remember some people after that happened, they were honestly asking themselves the question, you know, in this new world that we live in, should I even be starting a family? You know, these are people in their young 20s and they're like, why should I have a child if this is the world that they'd be coming into? And I just wanna bring us back to what Tiffany was saying earlier that if, if we are all limitless creators, then if, if we don't bring light to the world, then who will? If we don't become the warriors that, that stand for what is good, and, and if, if we don't bring hope, then who will? So <clears throat> I just love the, the human spirit and, and how unconquerable it is. Um, many of you have probably read the, the poem Invictus, uh, but it just captures so beautifully that the human spirit, <clears throat> it doesn't matter how beat down it can be, like it will rise again. Out of the ashes, we will, we will rise again and we will conquer. And so I just wanna invite all of us to be be the warriors that the world needs more than ever. And a, to be a warrior of light, <clears throat> just to fight for what is good and, and to fight for the, the hope that, that we all get to have. Because if not us, then who? Amen. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us, Katie. I love the question. Thanks. Yeah, I think one of the lessons I've really learned through for this year too is the power of just taking the day therein that you're you're in. Is so for me, yes, I love having like we talk about dreams and where we're going and not or, so it's both. And living present in this day, like how do I want to show up today? Who am I going to serve today? How can I add light as Andy's saying? light and goodness to the world today, to my home, to family, friends, clients, customers. Um, what can I do for myself today? How can I see more of God's grace, beauty, and love and light in my life today? And just really being present in the day that we're in. And I haven't always loved that lesson. I'll be honest, Katie, right? Because there's part of me, it's like, because yeah, it's like, oh, make all these plans. And, but maybe don't make plans, but plans, what? And it's like learning about the presence and seeing in the day is like, this is our power moment. What's real is the present moment. And so it's saying, okay, I'm going to focus on that for myself. I'm going to focus on, you know, those contribution type thought processes of for myself and for my work and for my home while I'm navigating this is learning about the power of being in the day that we're in. So, but I love, again, the real talk. Thank you for being courageous Thank to you. discuss it. Thanks. 
All right. Who's next today? Anyone else have something that you want to share or that you'd love support around or anything that's helped you? Would you put that in the comments too? What's helping you navigate your distractions? What's helping you? Like I shared one is starting in your day with some intention, with some nourishment, but is there other things what's helping you? Is there a thought process? Is there a habit? Is there something you're doing that is grounding you? If you have something like that, you want to share, feel free to please do so. We'd love to collaborate on it. Yeah. Camille says staying engaged in these types of trainings, constant good going in. Yeah. It's like choose to hang out in spaces that are going to nourish you, right? Not just feed you, but nourish you. I love that. I love that Haley points out as Andy copied here to fate from Facebook here to zoom. She said, look at the emotional benefits from the BOGO box. It's spot on for our needs right now. Andrew is saying staying in my daily spiritual practice. Yeah. Good stuff all kinds of good things. Hmm. Yeah. I keep sharing that. Uh, I love Shelly says I'm sending out samples, 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 samples. I go back to old customers and friends and see what I can send them. I love that. Janice says doing my 10 by 10 accountability. Would you elaborate love what that means? Um, keeping her focused, even when she doesn't feel like it. Susan, her grant, her garden has grounded her and giving her hope. Yes. Amen to that. So the 10 by 10 is, is when you just have an accountability partner <clears throat> and then you, you uh, send each other a text at 10 AM or at least by 10, by 10 AM, what you're going to do that day. And then by 10 PM, what you did that day. Awesome. So it's a great, great system. Um, we've talked, um, you know, indefinitely about how, um, how valuable a workout partner is and so it's, it's priceless, right? Yeah, so good. I'm a big believer of accountability. I just didn't know what the 10 by 10 piece meant. So thank you for yeah. sharing that. So good. We had Camille ask a great question. Um, <clears throat> how do I balance? Um, oh, Camille, you're on live. Can you okay. ask your question live? I can, but our house is still, you know, getting going this morning. So if there's any noise, I'll try to mute myself real quick. So. Where are you from, Camille? Uh, Medicine Lodge, Idaho. Oh, awesome. Which Medicine Lodge. That sounds therapeutic and help and like yeah. peaceful. Totally. I was going to say, you don't know about it unless you're a hunter or a camper. So <laughs> we love where we are. But my question was, how do you balance that line between being financially responsible and going for your dream. And what my question is about really is my husband's job. He's in a job that he's been in for 10 years, I think. And he's been miserable every single day he's gone in. And it's really holding him back from his potential. It, he's providing so well for us. And really around here, it's kind of the, the best job you can get. Um, and so it's one of those mindset things where you know, you'd be crazy to give this job up, but he was um, quarantined, I guess, for the last two weeks because someone there was exposed and it took about two weeks for him to, to get rid of the job. <laughs> and he really came, the peace came out and the productivity and the self-confidence and everything came out. And I could see that we could do big things if he didn't have that noose around his neck. And so I have total and complete faith and belief 
that we would be okay without that income and we would make it up and and we would soar but there is that fear of you know we still have our payments that we need to make we still have this family to feed and and so and you know he talked about it he just said i have to get out of here i really have to get out of here and he said but fear is so powerful and i just reminded him so are you so who's who's more powerful and i guess that's my question is at what point do we throw caution to the wind and go for it knowing full well that we are capable of creating something better mm. well i i mean Andy, I'm curious what you think about this. I mean, ultimately, it's something you have to choose, right? And like from your gut and how you get that kind of guidance and discernment. And um, yeah, because I can speak to it either way. There's part of me that says, I mean, you can create a very intentional bridge while he's here and saying, okay, these are the actions. This is when we work on this. This is that creates a bridge to say, we're going to move from this place to this place, right? Based on needs and family and resources and and things like that. Um, but it'll always be a little bit of a stretch when you take that kind of a leap, when you leave what's familiar, right? To what's unfamiliar. And I walked that path myself where it was like, I had been corporate employed for a long time. And when I started my own little business 10 and a half years ago, it's like, man, that was a leap of faith. And that first year of growing my business was a real faith walk and lived off much of my savings and just watched my savings month after month, you know, dwindle as um as i was growing my business but i also for me again this way it's such a personal decision i pray about it every month around the same time that we'd pay the mortgage and i just would be like you know because i was really for me really security run with money for a really long time and i still value security with it to a degree but i also it's like uh some of that's shifted which may not be exactly what you're asking but the reality is that I just, every month I pray about it. And for me, I would have an answer that was like, stay the course, things are working out. I felt like I was being very, I was honoring uh, my higher power. I was honoring my spiritual answers and, and impressions. But again, that's, so I guess my real question is how do you get answers? And I'd honor that. And I don't think there's a right or wrong way. It's just your chosen way. And whether it's like, we're going to bridge out of this, like, for some of you, you don't have savings to live off for a year, you know, and you're like, hey, nope, I don't know how we'd make the house payment next month. Then I'd probably not say dive in head first, right? But if you're like, hey, we're in a good position, we can navigate this while we're ramping up and growth, then maybe that becomes a real, you know, a thing for you to say, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So I know that's not really giving you a solid answer, but maybe how you get your own answers is looking at resources. I, I'd pull my resources, know really what I had to work with. And then as well as spend time for me in prayer, meditation, and really leaning into that and figuring, filling into what's right for us or right for me at that time. Thank you. Yeah, that does help. And I guess there's that, that issue of trusting my answer because I know what I want the answer to be. <laughs> And so sometimes I'm afraid that the power of suggestion is strong enough to that I'll I'll receive the answer I want and and his fear will cloud him from getting the answer, the, the true answer. So it's just it goes back to faith and like you said, prayer and just, I guess, being courageous. Yeah. Andy, what would you say to that? Um, Camille, how many little ones do you have? How many children? 
We have four. So I want to ask you a question as you think about your four little ones that a mentor asked me once. Um, so you've been on the earth um, probably at least 30 years, I'm guessing. <laughs> so knowing, taking that 36 year, years of experience and knowing the love that you have for those four little people, would you ever let them go hungry? Like do you, do you have what it takes to provide food for them and, and a roof over their head? Like no matter what happened, could you do what it takes? Absolutely. Like I said, we live where people come hunting. <laughs> right. So I just want you to like drop into like in this, in this world of <clears throat> luxury, I'm just going to call it what it is. Like in this world of privilege that we enjoy, we have put the benchmark of what's needed so dang high that it's ridiculous. But the fact is like if you and your husband had to go out and forage in the woods or like do whatever it took, like you would do it. And so it's, it's really nothing to do with um, surviving because you guys are gonna do it, right? The, the, the very city where you live is, is evidence of that. Like you're, you're pioneers, you're, you're trailblazers and, and you know how to go it on your own. So, so just start from that place. Start from the place of we will always be okay. Like we will always put food in our children's mouths and a shelter over their heads. Um, and then from there, like you can create anything you want. Like you, you two are limitless creators and this, the sky's the limit. So just be, um, yeah, just come from that space of, of trust and creation. Thank you. I love that so much. And I believe it with all of my heart. Thanks, Andy and Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Thank you, friend. Mm. So true, Andy. And it's just like, you'll figure it out. Aw. Hi, cutie. Hi. Can we get sleep? You just waking up? You can always tell how well they slept by this right here. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting asleep. Mm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So we've got a, an idea from Shelly. You know, if, if it comes to that, like maybe you just go to making essential oils with jerky, right? Like maybe that's the, the key in Medicine Valley. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah, something Medicine Valley or Medicine Lodge. So yeah, I was. There are opportunities. I know that. 
You can also it. put essential oils in ice cream. I've come to, to learn. <laughs> so we could get an ice cream machine in your lodge too. Andy's had an ice cream machine. It kind of all comes back to ice cream, doesn't it? Like Sometimes it does. <laughs> yeah. You still have an ice cream machine, Andy, or did you get rid of that? You know what? I've, I've simplified my life quite a bit, Tiffany, and um, some things make the cut and that, that one didn't. Okay. <laughs> oh, Do we want to take on one more? Do we want, is there anyone else that has something you'd like to share? We have a few more minutes before we wrap up. Uh, Martha is raising her hand. Let's do one last uh, quick question for Martha. <clears throat> Let's see. Martha. Yay. Hi, can you Martha. hear me? Yes. We can hear you. I have multiple dreams basically not yes dreams in the night but I mean like so many different things I want to do with financially um with family with you know various missions things I do around the world I have so many dreams though that I have trouble saying which one should I go after right now which is priority right now which one can I accomplish right now I and so then I get just so kind of, I don't know, know if I want to say overwhelmed, but I just get so many that I think, well, well, God, which, which dream do you want me to go after? I, I feel like he wants me to do, you know, like many of I run after right now. Hmm. Tiff, I'd love to hear your thoughts. How to know which dream to chase. Well, I love dreams and I love having lots of them. It's like having cute clothes in the closet, right? You like lots of options, <laughs> you know? Girl after my own heart. <laughs> yes, there you go. So it's like, I don't think you have to be limited to one, but I do think there is power in focus. And if you haven't read the book or listened to the book, Essentialism, um, Andy and Natalie turned me on to that years ago. And I've I've, I reread it at least once every year. I've shared it lots of places. I love that material. I think Martha, you'd love that as well. It's around the power of focus, right? Because sometimes to your point, when we're trying to pursue so many things at the same time, then our energy gets really sliced and diced. Mm -hmm. saying, and one of the, the reframes that I love for that is he likes to say, rather than focusing on what would I need to give up, you know, is what, what, what dream am I all in for right now? And my little ism to it that I like to shake is for this season of my life, what am I all in for? Or for this season of my life, what, what's the number one habit I'm going to focus on for this season of my life? What's my number one personal goal and my number one business goal? Cause I do love the choose to thought process. I mean, you can have more than that, of course, but it's really giving priority and that it's getting that kind of prime time energy. So you make momentum and progress with it. And so I think that that book is a great reader listen to help you with both productivity and time management, as well mm -hmm. as priority focus, right? Like really focusing in on projects or dreams, goals, whatever it is that you're wanting to, to work on. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll check out that book. But I'd also ask yourself, just your heart. Like I, I love like joy slash 
desire is a really good indicator too, is like, what am I the most passionate about in this season? What do I want to, what do I want to make happen? Like, what is it that I feel the most drawn to? And it doesn't mean that there are, again, like you might say, well, I really want to be in the best shape of my life. Like I want to really prioritize my health and fitness. And I'm also, gosh, you might say, I want to write a book or I want to grow my doTERRA team and really get after that and be, be about that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or I really want to be about organizing my home right now and really taking my home to the next level. So Mm -hmm. it's okay to have multiple things. It's just realizing, okay, what gets primetime real estate and then deciding, I love to do this concept of um, time blocking and looking at then blocking that into your schedule of when and where, again, it gets primetime focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I've thought about that. I thought, well, you know, what's going to make me the happiest? What is going to give me the most joy? When I look at them, I kind of feel like they all do, which is it kind of like, I mean, I know what you mean, the joy desire thing, but I feel like I have joy and I desire all of them. And uh, it just, I don't know. And I'm sure, I mean, maybe I just need to just really pray on it more. Just maybe I'm just too distracted and, you know, like in my relationship with God right now, maybe I just need more time away just to say, okay, God, like, really talk to me you know what I mean sometimes like we think we're hearing and listening but if we just get too distracted with life I have been very very busy that maybe I'll like get it but yeah but I am going to read that book too yeah I think you'd love that and I and if there's nothing and this is good news right let's reframe it this is good news I have a lot of things I'm passionate about yeah goals like I'm alive I mean that to me is like oh there's vitality with you and vivaciousness like there's a lot I'm passionate about so it's a good thing and so it's not an or and it's also about progress and sometimes we have so many dreams we just sit and think about the dreams versus are we getting off the couch are we picking up phone? are we getting out the door are we writing creating contacting connecting growing are we doing the work Right. Like I mm-hmm. was like, Oh, you know, so I think there's a balance of, I love that you have all these dreams and passions. It's a good thing, but also looking at, you know, am I making progress? Is there momentum happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then of course I'm engaged to be married. So I have to like, I have lots of goals, but I have to make sure that my goals, dreams, and desires are also flowing with my fiance's dreams and desires. You know, I want to go into whatever focus we get into our lives, like together, you know, so that is always kind of on my mind too. Like, and he is so supportive and so like, well, whatever you want to do, well, whatever makes you happy. Well, whatever, like he's so, it's almost like he gives me too much rope, you know, like, he's just like, well, whatever you want is good. But like, I really want to know that he is fully desiring the same things I am. And he's not just like going to support me no matter what. Like I want to be like equally teamed in whatever the desire and goal is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Andy, anything you'd add to that? And about looking at that from a couples or partnership perspective? I mean, I would, he's given you um, like, the wings to fly, I would say fly, you know, like don't, 
don't get hyper-focused on does he really feel that way or, or does he really mm. feel passionate about this one thing? Like he's, he's giving you space and I would say, take it like run, follow your heart and, and just have, have joy chasing the, the dream. And, and I would give a huge amen to everything Tiffany said, like <clears throat> essentialism has changed my life. Mm. And, and it's this idea. If, if, if you go uh, an inch deep and a mile wide, you'll never change the world you'll never have the kind of impact that you could mm. if you only go an inch wide and a mile deep. So mm -hmm. pick, it doesn't matter which one, like pick the thing that speaks to your heart and just go all in on that. And you'll be blown away how much more effective you can be and how much more impact you can have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. So good. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Can I circle back to something that, um, so that it's not about Martha's share, but I love that she brought that up. I think that's so good and essentialism, but it reminds me of books. Do you remember the first of July? We said we were going to read or, or listen to a book together. I've Four been listening to it. The Four Agreements. So has anyone been reading or listening to that? If not, will you download it and start it? Because it truly is such a game changer. The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, R-U-I-Z. And so I've been, it's in my Audible. So I love, I still love physical copy books and I do that often. And I love Audible too. Anyone else Audible fans? Is that way when I'm like, doing, yeah, right? When you're like putting your mascara on. I mean, Andy, when you're putting your mascara on. Every day. <laughs> mascara going, you know, curling up the hair, making some food, getting on a run, driving. Like, oh my gosh, I just love listening to books or podcasts, not every time, but it's a great way to like kind of maximize why I'm doing another task. Anyway, the four agreements, I started that again, like a week to two weeks ago when we talked about it. Oh my gosh, I'm just loving it so much. So just to plug for that, because that's something that Andy had brought up and I know he's reading or listening to. And so there's just some good things, some great gems in that for sure. I love it. I'm, I'm an, I'm an audible Oh, sorry. I'm an audible junkie. Is essentialism on audible as well? And yes. who is that by? Yes. It's by Greg McEwen. And I put a link to the Amazon book in the, um, in the chat. Um, <clears throat> there are a couple other books called essentialism, but the one by Greg McEwen is the one we're referencing. Okay, great. So, so good. Well, well thanks thank guys. I yeah, just um, I just started with doTERRA last week, so I'm a brand new newbie. Wow, welcome to the family. Yay, yes, thank you. Yay. Well, come back next week Yay. for every Wednesday. You're always so welcome. anyway, I have to get every Wednesday. Okay, I'm at work, but I had a little break because I'm having an IT problem with my computer, so it worked out perfectly. <laughs> there you go. Well, so nice to meet you. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. There's been some great gems that we've shared that we've talked about. A couple things I just invite you to take away or to look at taking action upon is renewing your vision if it's been a minute and looking at maybe the habit of how am I going to, you know, regularly visit this zip code. If you're building your dream home or your dream life, you're going to visit that zip code often and you're going to see it in progress. You're going to visualize it, create it you know, connect about it and move it forward. So 
practice that this week, would you? Practice that. Secondly is I'm going to invite you to actively nourish your brain in the morning and evening when you wake up and before you go to sleep is would you allow yourself to let nourishment, write that word down for me, maybe even write it on, you know, your bathroom mirror with your whiteboard markers or put it on a three by five card, but let things ask yourself the question, does this nourish me? Or just even the word nourish or nourishment is being more intentional creators of your minds, right? Is your mind is producing all the time. And so I just invite us to come back to that true principle. I think it makes such a difference. So thank you for being here. Thank you for all that you share. We love you. We cheer for you. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Andy, anything you want to add to that before we wrap, wrap up? No, just thank you, Tiffany, for sharing your wisdom and, and your heart. And thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bless you, Bless you Kim. Sending you good love. <laughs>